We are back with another episode today. Uh, guys, first, make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, check out the website, eigenbros.com. Check out Eigenbros on Twitter, Eigenbros Instagram, Eigenbros2 on TikTok. And then thank you to the patrons once again, guys. We appreciate your support. And if you want to become a Patreon, check us out at patreon.com slash Eigenbros. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Yeah, this week we're talking about why you should do physics. Yeah. And then why you shouldn't. Physics. Oh shoot! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you should do physics? Except I guess we're both good cop in the beginning and both bad cop in the end. Uh, yeah, we are. Okay, we're, we're teaming up. Yeah, it's a one-two. Good punch. cops, bad cops. Yeah, we. It's a one-two punch. Really, we just fatigue you with the good stuff, and then I see. Then really suck it to you at the end. So we put all the positivity in the front end. I like that though. <laughs> You're supposed to feel. Good. Hopefully this is, if you're already in physics, you're like, okay, all right, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. But, you If know, you're not. If you're not, then. Well, hopefully if you're not, this will give people more encouragement to do it or yeah. to be like, eh, maybe I'll, you know. Yeah, maybe this is not what I. To have a change of heart. Maybe this is not what I think it is. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that, I guess, perceive physics to be a certain thing. Yeah, let me ask you this one. Did you yeah. ever have, what were your kind of, um. What were your what did um, I think it was? What were your childish visions of <laughs> of what a physicist was when you were when you knew nothing about it, like absolutely nothing? Yeah, I think we all have this disillusionment phase. But I thought physics was about no. But I'm saying, what did you imagine it to be like? I imagined it to be. What did you imagine being a physicist was? I imagined it to be more um, more exciting than it is. Okay. <laughs> In what sense? Um, more, more exciting in the sense that, like, I thought I would have known it, there would have been a lot more philosophical questions involved. Mm. But they're definitely a, so. You're imagining like sitting around in a toga, like yeah. <laughs> scratching your beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there are a lot less of those discussions and more, um, I rightfully so, more, more oriented towards uh, things that can be uh, executed, like testable hypotheses instead of like the uh the i see so of, it's more empirical than you had expected um than my sort of teenage self thought yes i see okay yeah. yeah i think i probably had a similar vision yeah you know like just thinking and just like coming up with a theory of everything yeah or a theory, <laughs> like just staring off in the space and just yeah mm. or just like <laughs> thinking like oh i'm gonna be able to solve a problem I, all it's going to take is like a little bit of reading. Right. And voila. But it's like, no, right. there's like months of research that go through testing hypothesis mm-hmm. and then refining the hypothesis and sometimes even throwing the hypothesis out. Like just you have to totally think about a new way to to approach right. the problem. So, yeah. Man. I remember even having the thought where I was going to be able to supersede um, – Su- supersede math because oh, okay. my, my my thinking powers would just be so good that <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even need math. I'm going to be a physicist who doesn't need math. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is the most hilarious thought you can have once you actually yeah. enter into physics because you realize that, oh, your your real human brain is feeble compared to the power of mathematics. Yeah, like, the, lang- <laughs> the language cannot, is not invented. Like, English yeah. does not work. No. Yeah. <laughs> Your intuition, well, really, your intuition does not work in yeah. in the realm of where we're at in physics. Yeah, it's beyond your wildest imagination. You can't, yeah. you can't, um, you can't think your way into solving problems. Yeah, 
you maybe be able to do that in classical mechanics somewhat. Yeah. And even then, it's really a struggle at the ends of classical mechanics too, yeah. right? Yeah, because you can concept, you can make conceptions, uh, you can conceptualize things a lot easier um, by working through your own thoughts and then thinking about things. You can generalize stuff, uh, and a lot of physicists have done this throughout the past maybe two hundred years, three hundred years of physics, I guess as we know it. Sure. Um, so yeah, um, what what about you? What what did you feel like? Uh, like I guess in in more detail, like did you mm-hmm. have sort of the same? I guess exactly the same outlook, or would you say it was more nuanced than that? I'd say it was kind of similar. Yeah. You know, I kind of imagine you. I don't know. I don't. I know. You, I don't think you've seen Rick and Morty, have you? No. Okay. Well, there's a scene where not, there's not like. Into uh, it, but yeah. Okay, yeah, well, there's Rick, there's the Council of Ricks, and they're like all the versions of Rick Sanchez, he's like a super genius, and they all have these goofy haircuts, and they sit on like a council, that's how I kind of envision physicists, like they're just like these ultimate minds who just sat and thought about, you know, (laughs) sat and thought about like how the universe works, and Mm -hmm. they would just uncover these mysteries just by sheer thought, Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I pictured, uh, and then getting to it, you, maybe you realize it's a lot more human than... Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot more um, trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're literally like... <clears throat> I like how you use the term sometimes. You're like, you're when we would do quantum, you're like, I'm trying to become a quantum mechanic. Yeah. It's like you're almost like a technician of sorts, except yeah, you, you, you use your pen and paper for... The technician stuff. I mean, if you're talking, if we're talking theory, right? Yeah. Um, of course, experimentalists. Then we really do become mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, at some level. But um, yeah. yeah, you you literally are doing a lot of trial and error. The math isn't always obvious. Sometimes you're like, you know, I don't, I'm just going to try some shit, and then we're yeah. going to see what happens. And if the answer comes out, it's like the math really gives you all the answers. Yeah. You know, you don't know where it's going to go. You come up with the frame, the structure of the math or the equation. You dive in and see if an answer comes out that makes sense. Check it against other stuff. And that's what it is. So it's like trial and error, you know, brute force sometimes. You know, sometimes you're going to use programs, calculators, you know, tools, all kinds of stuff. So it's not just, you know, the power of the mind alone. Mm-hmm. So what? So why do you think uh, should people do physics? Like, why do you think, what do physicists, or what do you, like, a stu- what does a student get out of doing physics? So for one, I guess I would definitely say if we want a really general reason, I think scientifically literate is a huge, huge asset in everyday life. Like I think if you're scientifically literate, literate, you're gonna be you're gonna be in a, a very good spot compared to a lot of people because scientific literacy translates to almost everything, right? Mm-hmm. If you know how to think like a scientist, you can solve so many problems from first principles, and just being able to derive things in a very logical way that matches how the you know how the real world works um it's a major it's a major advantage right i feel like these days i can solve i feel confident almost solving any problem Mm -hmm. like someone can tell me a problem and i can feel like yeah i could probably solve that or at least i have the know-how to know if i can or can't solve it yeah and i have a lot of tools that a lot of people don't have and that become that came from my physics literacy so i think one of the big takeaways from learning physics is just becoming scientifically literate you know if you want to become a politician for example you know that has nothing to do with physics but like if you're scientifically literate you'll know what experts to listen to when they're talking about climate change for instance Mm -hmm. 
look at you Republicans, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and other things like this, you know. So um, it, it translates everywhere. Yeah. yeah. What, what about you? I, I think I would agree. It, it's uh, scientific literacy is is one of the advantages because it does help you, um, you know, sort through disinformation as well. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like this 5G stuff. <laughs> um, right. Which The whole conspiracy where you're going to get, um, is it, uh, do they say 5G gives you coronavirus? Oh, I forget what it is. 5G gives you coronavirus? <laughs> is that That'd too be, crazy no, or is I it think, just I like this? Uh, look, maybe that's what it, what it is. Let's just I can't say that. Remember Let's anymore. just go with it. That's what it is. That's what okay. they think. 5G gives you coronavirus. 5G gives gets you sick, which is why yeah. I know um yeah. yeah. I know some people unironically believe that who are in high positions. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Uline lady, uh Liz yeah. Uline. Yeah, and our yeah. Patreon that was uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Quite a while back. <laughs> but yeah, the uh exactly there are people who actually believe this stuff, but it's because of the lack of scientific literacy. People don't understand radiation. There's still people that don't trust microwaves. Right, and I get it. It's like if you don't understand it, yeah. why should you, right? Yeah. You know that there are radiation, there are electromagnetic waves that do give you radiation. Mm-hmm. And then you see things like, you know, um, what's the disaster in... Uh, Fukushima? And- no, the the big one in Russia. Um, oh, uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. Yeah, when you see shit like Chernobyl, and then the government just doesn't say anything to its people for days on end, right? Yeah. It's like, how can you trust the experts, right? When yeah. they're too, what, <laughs> when they're too, well, we can put yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they're yeah. too, you know, when they're too, um, p word. No, when they're too, <laughs> when, when they're too soft to admit, yeah, you know, admit when something goes wrong, right? Yeah, but that's putting politics over people in some way. Yeah. Um, which is more of a problem, not necessarily but with that's, science. But that's the thing of that's where you can say, like, in. how can I trust scientists, right? Because you see it in the same way as, like, that's how people think that politics and science are on equal footing in terms yeah. of rigor yeah. when they're not. Yeah. It's like, because politicians will do that shit all day long uh-huh. and get away with it. Yeah. But people don't have a good look into science, so they think it's the same kind of yeah. level of rigor, which yeah, is man. not scientific. Scientific rigor is way more than political rigor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and you can know, you can sort through these things, like you're saying, by first principles, and and I see the word first principles thrown around a lot. And if you're an undergraduate or somebody that's like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, like, yeah, true. We should define it. Yeah. So, like, um, for me, I would define first principles as something that you take ac- what's called axioms, like you you take these things as truths, as um, I hate the word self-evident, but things that you uh, a priori maybe maybe yeah like you you sort of take um take as a a truth obviously that's falsifiable but nevertheless it's a firm common ground that you all stand on in terms of well i think the lowest axioms would not be falsified would be unfalsifiable by definition well i'm saying like because yeah, I guess by definition but i'm saying like any yeah. any axiom i think any axiom could be falsifiable no no because be, i think the axioms be. are the lowest state and you can't really falsify it if the axiom is something that you just have to agree upon. Like you have to say, like mm-hmm. at some point, um, like we define one plus one equals two or something like that. I guess this right? is more a mathematical axiom, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but all oh, axioms are can be broken into logic, I believe, right? Okay. So you have to say, um, 
you have to uh, accept some things. Like you have to say, ex- I think, therefore I am. Or like, I think, therefore I exist, right? Mm-hmm. That's not falsifiable. Like we can't really ever know if we exist yeah. or not. But that's the axiom we're going to go with. And if you have as low fundamental and as little, as fundamental and as few axioms as possible, mm-hmm. that's when you can build up your logical framework. Yeah. So how would you define first principles then, I guess? So I would agree where you're going on, where you have a few sets of axioms mm-hmm. and then built upon those axioms, you might have a little bit of higher level rules. Um, and then you can... Well, those things are based on, like physics is based on a couple of axioms, really. Yeah. Conservation of energy and... Um, conservation momentum. Yeah. All the conservation laws, right? Angular yeah. momentum. Um, force is defined as mass times acceleration. Yeah. Um, and then with those few things, you know, oh, you know, also the Newton's laws, like um, obviously motion want to stay in motion. Yeah. Um, equal and opposite reaction, Newton's laws. Like you could build all f- different forms of conservation. That's con- yeah. that technique can be conservation momentum, I guess. If, they, but they're all broken okay. down in conservation laws, right? Yeah, in some way. Yeah, I'm just trying to like that's what I'm saying is like you have the axioms and you can build like equations from exactly, those axioms. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think you could probably get those out of the axioms. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually done it, but I'm. I'm but it's you po- might be. I think it is possible. Okay. Yeah. yeah I just I'm, don't want to make. Too I'm going to sign that for sure. I think, yeah. We think. I, I'm going to say referencing our classes that we've taken. I think we've done it. Okay. Yeah. So with that, though, you should be able to solve, like, higher order problems Mm -hmm. with those few tools. And there have been professors that we've seen in lectures, they try to wow us. Yeah. Where they really, really, like, you know, you start at, like, postulates of, like, the quantum quantum mechanical postulates, and then you get StatMech, and then you get, like, all these. Yeah, yeah. You can can go into, I don't know, you were telling me there was a professor that showed you guys, like, E&M, and then they showed you how to get quantum electrodynamics from that. Uh, was that you? No, but I did tell you one of my professors. We started with quantum mechanics to get StatMech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a professor that I know that uh, that did a lecture on this. I I didn't have him, but everybody was just like clap. Everybody yeah, stood yeah. up at the end. And <laughs> but but it's possible in physics to do this. Um, yeah, quite a bit. You start from a couple principles or things that you you take as. Uh, yeah, that's I guess to keep in theme with the podcast. It's why should you do physics? Like, if you suck at memorizing shit, physics is great. <laughs> I'm a guy who sucks at memorizing stuff. Yeah. So with physics, you can derive so much shit from first principles. Like, if you're a good logicer, you know, a good logician, we'll say to keep grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Physics is great because you don't have to memorize anything except for very few rules. Like the conservation rules, if you know that, that's like 90% physics. And then you can derive and extrapolate all the other things based on logic and just yeah. going through the math and the rigor. So yeah, You have to remember a few principles along the way. And the principles are usually totem poles for like experimentally verified information. Mm-hmm. This is not mathematics. Like physics is, is empirical in the sense that yeah. It does check with the reality at times. So, um ideally all the ideally time. Ideally all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, but it does check Shrink with reality and then, and then you get these <laughs> principles, right? You get like in Maxwell's equations like I don't know if you could derive um uh the what should we call it? The third one where it's like uh you get the EMF uh, the flux. Rule. Oh, is the one I was talking to you about. Exactly. I don't think you could You can think, you 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 I don't think mathematic. I think it's hard to mathematically see a motivation. For yeah, I think you have to do it experimentally, maybe. Yeah. 
That's, I can't remember. That is my... And I think Lorenz Force as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. Maybe you can. I don't yeah. want to make a claim yeah, until I, but yeah, unless I know for from sure. From my experience, this is, this is kind of the thing, but... Uh, please leave a comment if you do know, because that would be mm-hmm. so cool if you can actually. Yeah, so the question is, can you derive Faraday's law mathematically only without yeah. having experimental evidence? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I, I would love to see that. But yeah. there are certain things in physics that, yeah, they do use experimental data as, like, principles. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohm's law as well. Ohm's, Ohm's law is not even a real <laughs> form. Like, it's, it's a real formula, but yeah. it doesn't fit. Really, once you start to go outside yeah. its bounds, it's yeah. a very idealized formula. Exactly, and it's um, experimentally derived. Yeah, and so yeah, you. I agree. You do get this sense of being logical, and then, but also fact checking. Right, you, you have to mm-hmm. humble yourself sometimes and not get too grandiose about your. You know. Well, you'll be humbled plenty if you do. Physics. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's one. <laughs> you don't thing. have to humble yourself; it'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing about physics that I do really appreciate the fact that it is. Most people that do it in their undergrad are humble. Yeah, you get one or two people that have been doing physics for like. That no, I think it's. I think usually in the undergrad they're less humble. You know, because when you're younger, you feel like you know everything. Yeah. You know, so they feel like they're hot shots. Yeah. You know, when you're when you've gone through it a lot, a lot, then you do get humble. Yeah, of but course, there's the people who are ahead in undergraduate. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, but they're just hum- they're just cocky because they're ahead of everyone else. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Right, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, but if they are around people who know what the fuck they're doing, yeah. then they're humbled. That's very true. Yeah, and uh, and and that's a good thing. Like you want to make sure that you're you. This tells you that there's somebody that's willing to take on evidence that, and, and somebody that's willing to budge on their ideas. Usually, yeah, I, I would hope so. If you're doing physics, you you know. Yeah, that's that will be a skill that you would ultimately get. You exactly. should once you realize how wrong you are yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Like exactly. the one of the, the characteristics of physics is like you, if you're going into it to think that you're going to feel smart, turn no. away now because <laughs> yeah. literally physics is signing up to feel dumb ninety percent of the time. Like you're going to feel like the dumbest person alive yeah. all the time because you literally most of your time is spent getting things wrong. Yeah, it's only like the one percent of time that you get something right is when yeah. you're like. I fucking did it. Yeah, I can't believe sh- I did it. <laughs> you should feel dumb a, a most of your experience as a yeah. student because you don't know anything. If yeah. you do know, if you feel like you do know stuff, you either are suffering from uh, a well-known uh, law so known as uh, Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> you might want to look up Dunning-Kruger. If you're... Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. There are certainly that. There is certainly that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so, and you will be humbled in the sense about how, how much work, too, that you have to put in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you will have to put in a lot of time and effort, and that is one thing that is not a concession for a lot of teachers. They will, it'll seem like, and I, I know you threw this word around, uh, it'll seem like hazing, like kind of like ac- a form of academic hazing. Yeah. But... Um, but a lot of it is is doing putting in the the time and the the quote unquote ten thousand hours essentially. Yeah, you're putting in the time to become fluent in in doing physics. Yes. Yeah. And just to be clear, I didn't use hazing in that sense. Oh, I only yeah. use it in terms of like the some of the arbitrary stuff. Exactly. But okay, it yeah. is gonna it definitely will feel like that in yeah. terms of like how much work you're gonna do. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's necessary to get you your chops up. Like, you're going to have to be 
actively doing math and actively figuring out how to solve problems. And with physics, um, at least compared to any major I've been in, and I've been in a shitload of majors, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been the hardest one I've ever done. Like For in sure. terms of workload and yeah. like work life balance, you're going to have way, way less of it than any other major, really. Yeah. Undergraduate. Um, I'm not sure about graduate. I think graduate is always hard for everyone, but in undergraduate for sure, you're not going to be, you're not going to have as much fun as maybe other undergraduates will. No, not at all. At least in my experience, it's been, I I switched from biology to physics and it was much harder. Like I had to put a lot more time unless you were prepared adequately. You kind of, you still had a rough time, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but it was still work. It was still very much work. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, the yeah, you'll learn that. You'll learn the value of just putting in time mm-hmm. uh, to understand something. And I would say that kind of closely correlates with um, teaching yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You oh know? yeah, that's another. But yeah. I guess we're we're kind of getting off the beaten trail towards like classes again. But I guess just to touch on it, like. That's one thing you have to learn, and if you're going into school for physics, you know, mm-hmm. especially undergraduate, is like I hear from a lot of students are always like, "Oh, the teacher can't teach. Oh, the teacher sucks." Like, I hate to break it to you, but in physics, after a certain point, the teacher's never going to teach you again. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's now just an exercise of how how well you can teach yourself because it's so deep, and there's so many things to learn. It's not like in in chemistry or biology where you can yeah. just get a sheet of things to learn and just yeah do 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 memorize these things. It's mm-hmm. like Every problem is different, and now you just have to learn how to solve problems. So, really, the only technique is to just solve a lot of problems yeah. on your own. So, in that sense, like it'll make you better at teaching yourself these really, really hard concepts. And and the one and the one mm-hmm. example that I use is um, Abraham Lincoln, U.S. president. I don't remember which one number. Yeah, but thirteen, I think. Bro, maybe, no not. <laughs> maybe not maybe not no he thinking. signed the 13th amendment yeah that's what I'm thinking because okay. that's the free the slaves <laughs> yeah, one, I yeah, think. Yeah. but maybe I'm wrong <laughs> but he uh, he used to read uh, Euclid's elements and study them uh, I know it's not physics but it this well, is math this is math but they he kind of used that as a reference to what he would say to help him build his logic or flex that logical muscle mm. and I would say that that's kind of one of the benefits of doing physics. It it does kind of build that logical muscle up in and in your mind and being better at explaining things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will build some of that logic muscle that yeah. mathematicians have as well. That's true. Um, of course, it won't be as rigorous because mathematicians are really concerned with the logical structure, right? Yeah. Because they're basically trying to prove and disprove, which is basically like if you take in philosophy, that's all it is, right? It's yeah, like yeah. formulating things for proving proof by you know induction deduction yeah. all this stuff that's basically yeah. math only with some symbols yeah um physics is more concerned with um solving problems so you can be a little more dirty fast yeah. and loose you yeah. know um but your logical framework is still going to need to be solid yeah. you know um the real i guess the real distinction between what skill you get with physics versus math is you become better at simp- at creating simplified models of complex systems more easily because you know what variables that you can discount and you know what variables you'll need mm-hmm. to at least give you an answer or an equation that describes the system um, that's relatively simple. So that's one skill I had to learn when I was doing physics because I always wanted to look at all the most complex parts of the picture and I was zooming in too much to one area mm-hmm. where physics helps you to step back 
see the forest for the trees and really trim your trim the most important elements of a system and make it very simplified. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway. No, and I would say the other skill that you gain is um being able to take on like I guess the discovery from you look at the biggest discoveries in physics. They're mm-hmm. typically brought on by some new frame of thinking and yeah. um, or a new paradigm of thinking. And like their physics, what's appealing about it to me, at least, is that you do get these paradigm shifts and they force you to to grow in some sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, to evolve you are never you are never you will never stop learning physics yeah exactly <laughs> you're if always you, able to learn new shit exactly if you're if you're going in a field and you're like fuck i'm gonna be i feel like this is gonna be boring once it's I never it boring out. physics is never i'm being 100 yeah, serious you physics literally always have something new to learn yeah if you always like to learn new stuff physics, physics is, is for you yeah, yeah. Physics is for you um and yeah like i mean like you get new ways of thinking like you have einstein's re- relativity right uh, things that we can't explain, we find explanations of. We're constantly right. refining our thinking. And the nice thing about physics also is it's not just cleanup learning either. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when you get into really far into a field, sometimes it feels like you're just you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's, right? Yeah. With physics, you can still get major leaps, right? Yeah. Like I remember like going from, at least for me, I guess now, I'm not sure if that always carries through. Sure. I imagine maybe it does. Um but yeah, I just remember, I guess it probably does because if we're stuck at a point, that means that the things that you've been doing don't work. Mm-hmm. So you need a big shift in thinking. Um, but I remember, uh, yeah, in some fields like music, for example, sometimes I feel like I'm just dotting my eyes and crossing my T's when I'm like, you know, just learning to do my form. It's like you're just perfecting what you already know. Yeah. Um, but with physics, it feels like, oh, I'm learning like, oh, now I'm thinking relativistically now. Oh, now I'm learning a whole new regime of quantum mechanics like... It's like such huge, huge changes in your perception of thinking that you get these massive returns on investment when you're learning mm-hmm. new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if you if you want to – if you for me, the big takeaway for why you should do it, I think, is if you want to be the kind of person that is able to – like you find the things around you. You want to explain the world that you live in. Yeah. That's like yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. And it makes me feel like a sorcerer, you know, because <laughs> I literally feel like uh, you just know shit. You know how the universe works at such a level. Yeah. It's like, isn't that what we all dream of as adults or as kids, right? We're like, oh, adults are so smart. They just understand the world so well. Yeah. And then you grow up and realize, oh, adults are fucking idiots. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know shit. So it's like, do a service to kid you, you know, yeah, and be yeah. as badass as you think you should yeah. be. And like a kid can ask me some random shit. You know, kids love to play the why question. Why, why, why? Now a kid can ask me like, oh, why do the clouds exist? And I can have an answer for them, you know? Yeah. Why is the sky blue? And I have an answer, you know? Yeah. So it's like be that badass that your kid self wanted to be. Yeah. Physicists will allow you, you could, to do that. Yeah, you could literally explain. I did that with my nephew as an exercise. Um, but try not to be a buzzkill. Like sometimes we can be buzzkillingtons. <laughs> like. So, right, you're all you're gonna die, son. Yeah, it's a fine, <laughs> the whole universe is gonna die yeah, soon. <laughs> it's a fine line, I will say. Like, um, you know, I will just point to the uh, famously Neil deGrasse Tyson. He always gets in trouble <laughs> right. for this. As um, well, I think it was just once. 
Well, he he points to like for instance like movies, just like more more famously, you know, like if you look at something like Star Wars, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to have sound in space, so you wouldn't even hear explosions. Oh, I see. You wouldn't see. You wouldn't hear. He's a well actually. Yeah, he's a well. He's being well actually guy. Yeah, yeah. And and we do as physicists, you do have this like sense of like, well, actually, that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah. Um. Which is, if you're concerned with building an accurate picture of reality, then that is, you know, then do physics because you will, it'll help you refine that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but just be, be prepared for the math and be prepared for people to not like you <laughs> when you, when you, when you, uh, refine their thinking, I guess. Right. <laughs> so you're doing them a service though. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I say that that is the biggest plus for me um being able to explain a lot of things in the room like mm-hmm. i can explain um you know why the light is emitted this way the, just the other day i got mm-hmm. asked um <clears throat> why does um why does light um emanate in all directions mm. and it's an interesting question and, I, and yeah it's i was like wow this is a very interesting question I don't want to pause the show to answer because this is a very long-winded question. Uh-huh. Because I was going to differentiate between like the types, like there's coherent light, and then there's mm. like uh, basically like yeah, light does radiate in all ways, and they're like, how do you have pointed light essentially? Oh uh, yeah, like, like a laser. Polarize, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there, there's so like I could answer those questions. Yeah, yeah. Like, um. And yeah, it, it's just it's, and it's not like you need Wikipedia. Well, sometimes you might. Yeah, as a <laughs> but, reference, yeah. But yeah, it depends how deep you're going. But sometimes you can answer some of these cool, you know, something that you might not be able. Questions. Yeah, like crazy questions that yeah. you won't even need Wikipedia because you can just derive it from what you know already. Yeah, yeah. Like I could tell you how LEDs work. How, how does that TV work? How does it? You know, mm-hmm. like you could answer mm-hmm. these questions about the things around you. How. Right. And yeah. the real separator is it's not just because you have memorized a bunch of stuff. Like, I can answer new questions that I never thought of. Exactly. Because I have the utilities and the know-how of how the universe works, which is really the separator, I think. Because you can have experts who can answer questions, but they just know a lot from reading, right? Yeah. I can answer things that I've never even thought of before because I just know how the universe works. So I can put two and two together and say, oh... I know how this works because of this and this, and that means that this is going to do this. Yeah, this should this should it's happen. It's a horrible ex- yeah. explanation, but yeah. but you're saying like because of all you have you have sort of uh, your priors of knowledge. Yeah, you're like things should behave in this manner. Right, I and have- if I really need to, I can get down to the math. Yeah, solve an equation and figure out this is how it is going to do it mm-hmm. because this is what the math what it came up with from the math. So I know yeah. what's going to happen now. Yep. Yeah, and the other skill. Why you should do physics? I would say, yeah, we say, we said scientific literacy, but how about mm-hmm. math literacy? True. Which I would chalk up to almost the same thing because you can't, you ain't doing science really, at least not physics without math. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's it's too, it, they're inextricably tied together. Yeah, but you do, and that is massive. Like you will gain. Uh, uh, it'll open doors in the sense that you are now you know how to work with data, you know how to model data. Mm-hmm. You become somebody who's like not afraid of using math. Um, yeah, yeah. physics is just real life math. Yeah. Math is it, math is like um, it's a language. Math is like uh, yeah, physics is real life math. The field of math is like any math. 
it's like wild west math <laughs> like anything goes in that world yeah in physics you're constrained to a a small subset of real math that's real life and then the real math or the 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 art of doing math as a major that's like you can go all over the place with that mm-hmm. so and if if you're more and here's a distinction too between math and physics if you're more interested in like why math why math follows the rules that it does you're more interested in being a mathematician like if you're like yeah yeah if you're like that's an interesting thing so how would you distinguish between if you want to be a mathematician or a physicist yeah why what i was saying that's an interesting thing you came that you just hit on is what maybe for some people they might think should i be a mathematician or should i be a physicist so what would you say to that i mean like yeah just the distinction between the two is if you're if you're more interested in how numbers work in the sense like how the rules are made up to like why do why do even numbers um multiplying an even number by an even number give you an even number what why what is this property that is Im- embedded in it or in, in dude to it is that the word say again in in dude in dead endowed endowed no, I don't i'm not sure what you're trying well, to do whatever. immune in, Say that again. Im- Imbued. There you go. That's okay. what I'm looking for. Okay. Woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. Yeah. It's given to that. What gives it that property in a sense? Like you're more interested in ask, uh, answering mathematical questions. Yeah. I guess if you're um, if you're trying to guess if you want to be a math or physics, maybe with mathematicians, um, you're not so concerned with how the real world world works. Let's say, mathematicians are more concerned with like they love to just play with the patterns. Mm-hmm. may not necessarily care if the patterns do anything. It's like you just want to build worlds based on logic. Yeah. With physics, it's more of do you want to actually solve real problems? Do you want to have application in real life? Even a theoretical physicist, you're still thinking about the real universe, mm-hmm. right? So you can't use things that don't actually have, you know, they have to at least have the possibility to exist. So math is more like free reign. Do whatever the fuck you want to do as long as yeah. it logically adds up. Physics is like, okay, you can do a lot of shit, but it's got to at least have some bearing in in the real universe. Yeah, and remember, science is something that is a has a testable hypothesis that can be falsifiable. Yeah. And mathematics is not preoccupied with falsifiability. Like you, you No, can, they're concerned with falsifiability. You, I mean, they're, con- they're concerned with proving and disproving. Yes, fo- which following. is falsifiably logical, or it's a logical falsifiability, right? Yeah. It, if your math is illogical, then you're... Then well, you have yeah, no framework, okay, okay, right? Yeah, that is so, a good distinction. Yeah. 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 It, it's an empiric- empirical... Well, is really empirical the distinction. is really the distinction, yeah. Yeah. In terms of like... But even in physics, you don't have to necessarily be f- empirical yet, but ultimately you want your theory to yield empirical results if possible. Yeah. Like, this is the fact that string theorists get, because string theorists are basically like glorified mathematicians, people will say, because nothing that they produce really has any empirical evidence. So it all matches... Um, a, a bunch of it matches with real life universe stuff, mm-hmm. but it needs more empirical backing, yeah. which is why it gets criticism. Yeah. So physicists try to distinguish themselves from mathematicians with that empirical part in mind. Yes. Um, What's our time so we know we're supposed to rag on physics at yeah, some point? Yeah, we're supposed to rag. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, yeah. Th- just to kind of recap, why you should do physics, mm-hmm. scientific literacy. Um, of course, mathematical literacy, yep. that, that'll give you some good job prospects for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, and what else does it Become say? a sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll, it'll humble you. Um, mm. you'll be 
good at teaching yourself. Right. Um, and you'll never be bored. Yeah. I think it's right? pretty is good. That, is that yeah. kind of all of them? I think so. I think that sums it up. Yeah. Um, good is work. there anything else you want to add, do you think? Like why somebody, like if you were telling yourself, your younger self, why, sh- why should you do physics? Oh, and then explaining, I guess, being able to explain a lot of what you see. That was the other one. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. I think that pretty much covers most of the important stuff. Okay. Um, so let's, so get, let's get down dun, to the dun, why dun. you shouldn't. Why you shouldn't. <laughs> so why, Terrence, why shouldn't somebody do physics? Oof. So the only thing I would say that maybe someone not to do physics, if we're talking in context of academia, which isn't of really course, no, like so much of a knock on physics, but the thing is you can still do physics as a layman, right? But yeah. I would just go with my biggest qualm with the physics world is the fact of dun, well, dun, to be dun, a legitimate physicist, institutions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you need to, if you want to be a legitimized physicist, you do need yeah. certifications. Yes. Yeah. Like if you want to be a practicing physicist, let's say like working in, you know, uh, uh, as a professor or something, then you need to have the certificates and all yeah. the bullshitty or stuff. Working at a lab, unless you can sure. solve millennial problem or something in your <laughs> basement, you know, <laughs> then you can maybe be- become a professor without all the. Which is another way routes. of certifying yourself, but anyway. Yeah. 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 But it's it's the more uh, I guess it's the more less it's the way you can get you can have your cake and eat it too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is though with physics, if you want to become an academic. You're going to have to deal with all the academic bullshit that surrounds it, which is quite numerous. So it's endless barriers, endless hoops to jump over, um, poor, poor uh, health because you're going to have to be, you know, doing so much dumb shit. Um, (laughs) Let's elaborate on the the quote unquote dumb shit because um, uh, that is kind of like the my thing of why maybe you shouldn't do physics. It's all in the context of the institutional structures like um you should do physics for all the things that we said but a lot of like terrence is saying the biggest setbacks or the biggest barriers are the institutional structures that we that as physicists you have to face which is mostly a knock on institutions and unfortunately in life especially for our youngsters watching Mm -hmm. i'm sorry to break it to you guys but pretty much institutions always suck and they will always (laughs) suck the best way to get into an institution is to catch it when it's early in its institutional structure. Yeah. When an institution's gone for too long, then it starts to really get really yeah, you, fucking you bad. You have things like... A, people always manage to fuck it up and make shit worse, and well, they become people, watered down yeah. for the masses. It sucks. Well, the issue is also you get power creep. The The level of difficulty yeah. increases with every passing generation. Right. So... The expectations yeah. become more unrealistic. Right. There's more arbitrary BS you have to do like filling out forms and mm-hmm. answering emails and doing tests <laughs> and like yeah. it's all these institutions that really make things shitty yeah but but to give you some actual like um, physical things I would say um, you shouldn't do physics because it will probably impact your mental health number mm. one um, it could I wouldn't say probably probably same. too I, strong I, okay well I will say it could impact your mental health yeah and the way I say it is because I've seen it happen to a lot of people in my undergraduate experience and graduate Yeah, physicists be going crazy, man, for some reason. I'm, Why do you think that is? Because of the structure of how it's <laughs> how it's made to be. Yeah, but is that the institution or is that the physics? Uh, I think it's the institution. Yeah. Yeah. So you said as a physical you said to give a physical example though. So I don't I want to make it clear to the audience. I don't think people going crazy are going crazy because of the physics. 
No. I think it's just from the rigor of the institutions. Exactly. Like, yeah. it puts you in states where you're working all night. It could potentially, right? Yeah, it yeah. could potentially put you in a place where you're working all night. It puts you in a land of eating unhealthy because you're uh, solving st- problems all the time. Yeah. You stress. Know, stress. Like, but this is any kind of real, um, really high level pursuit, I guess. Yeah. So just take but it for a, what it is. But it's, it's like, a, but the culture is especially. Um, damaging i would say yeah because they really like to reinforce it in physics they yeah they make it like this is the this is the state you will that you ascribe to be yeah i've heard i've heard that it's it's definitely it's definitely a feature of the thing not not a it's not a in some sense it's not a it's not a foresight it's not like oh this is a blind spot for us yeah it's a it's they like this (laughs) like if you watch the movie whiplash this will give you an example of what it's like. A hundred percent. That's exactly. It's like basically a masochistic mindset. Yeah. Professors wish they could do that. I think, I, <laughs> yeah. I really do believe that this is, I mean, not to say I have had some wonderful professors like, you know, sprinkled in my, sure, my, sure. my career as a student, but, yeah. but for the most part, a lot of student, a lot of professors have this, uh, and we've talked about this numerous times, but a lot of this pain mentality and and the institutions thrive on putting you through that rigor and um the way they see it is that that is how you um uh, produce quality yeah um, it's a quality control uh measure yeah um and you need to 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 really get through it if you really want to be a if you really want to be a physicist like you have to put up with that and right. you unfortunately you're not going to change the institutions yeah, in the span of in the span yeah. of your lifetime. <laughs> yeah. You can change it by being a good professor if you get through it. Exactly, yeah. You're not going to change it as a lowly grad student. You're a shop liver. Nobody gives a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah. You first, unfortunately, you need to have legit, some legitimacy to be able to change things. And you, yeah. yeah, you can reform the system from within, but you need to be in the system. Like, outs- you, I don't think change can happen from the outside, but... There's a lot of mobilization, and unfortunately, it's a huge task to take that on. And so, yeah. don't I would say don't add any stress. You don't want to be a martyr. Yeah. If you really yeah. want to do physics and you love doing it, yeah, stick to doing that. But just get through it, and then be the change that you seek to to yeah. seek to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm saying you can. I, I've seen students like uh, dip into depression, anxiety, eating disorders, um, yep. uh, sleep deprivation. I mean, like just yeah. even. Sleep the disorders. real bad one is suicide. Oh yeah, you know? oh, th- yeah. I mean, it happens unfortunately. Room, yeah, like, yeah. That that is that's that happens. But we won't make this too dark of an episode. Yeah, but we won't. But hopefully, you guys won't have to experience any of that. Yeah, and if you do, go to your fucking counseling center. Like, yeah, there are counselors, and yeah. of course, you know, at the end of the day, guys, it's it ain't physics. worth it, man. Just like, just leave if it's that bad. Yeah, if you, you know, I left the graduate school program. Yeah. Because I didn't like it, you know. Yeah. There are options. You're not. Yeah. You don't have to kill yourself. I mean, I yeah. mean, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, <laughs> but it's like life goes on, guys. Yeah. There's many other things you can do. In life. I would say if you're if you're dealing with if your identity is so tied to being a physics physicist, you need to trust that the institutions don't give you legitimacy in doing what you like. You you like physics. You like doing physics. Do 100%. physics. Hundred percent one. Yeah. Don't rely on the institutions to make you to tell you you are a physicist or not. Yeah. Yeah. If just, you're 
give them a middle finger and say, fuck you. I'm a <laughs> physicist whether you want me to be yeah. or not. You like, know? start a YouTube channel. Maybe you could solve problems on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, there's so many things you can do to, like, be recognized as a physicist and mm-hmm. even be a part of a research group, a team. You you just contribute, you know? 100%, guys. So, you do what you love yeah. despite what anybody says. It doesn't matter you what can, they say. You, you can do it. Um, and, yeah, so... With that being said, I guess, like, the other thing is, um, like, besides the mental health is also the um, the time. Yeah, yeah. The time is uh, the biggest, I would say, uh, thing that I would tell people why they shouldn't do physics. Yeah. <laughs> right, and that's because you're saying, Juan, is because um, it just is so time-consuming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it... it but this is, of course, once the graduate school level hits, if you're in that ballpark, I think you pretty much foregone any kind of free time anyway, despite yeah. anything you want to do. You're so, yeah. yeah, if you're doing graduate school, you're just fucked in it either way. <laughs> so yeah. don't worry on that front. If you're going that high in education, you already are signing You've up for accepted, no life yeah. anyway. You've accepted your fate. But at least an undergraduate, it's a little sad because I know, for me, I at least didn't really experience this that much because I was already a non-traditional kind of student. Yeah. You know, I was restarting my career, let's say, mm-hmm. at like 22. Mm-hmm. That's still young as fuck. Don't get me wrong. As a physics but, student? Yeah, yeah, but I was already in college for like f- three or four three years before years. that. Mm-hmm. So I got my college experience. Mm-hmm. I partied my balls off while I was in school as an undergraduate, <laughs> right? Yeah. For years. And then I was like, yeah, maybe I'll start taking this seriously. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, for some of my contemporaries who were younger than me at the time, you know, when I was starting to get really deep into physics, you know, 23, 24. And these guys, you know, they never really got to have the real college experience. Mm-hmm. And they're looking out the window all sad with a tear in their eye because, you know, the other kids are having fun. The yeah. business majors and the, yeah. you know, liberal arts majors are having fun, going to parties and doing shit. And these guys having, are basically having to study all day. Yeah, having segs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, having they're, segs. They're, they're, yeah. No segs was to be had in the physics department. I'm telling you, no. It's like your sex life, gone. Like you, you don't. You don't have yeah. time, you don't have the energy, you don't have the, you, yeah. It's just a luxury you can't afford, really. Unfortunately. And also, if you want to get ahead in physics, because you know how competitive it is, Yeah. like, your time is going to be spent, ideally, doing, like, research on the side, mm-hmm. doing extracurriculars on the side. So, for me, you know, I didn't give a fuck, because I was like, <laughs> you know, I was taken care of yeah. in my, in my, I had my youthful time. Yeah. So... But if you haven't experienced that, you can get a little bit of FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Yeah. So, you know, if that's a if that's a deal breaker for you guys, I say for me, honestly, personally, I say be young first. You only get one chance to be young, so fucking live your life. Mm-hmm. You know. I would Do, say just go fucking hog wild if you can. And I'm gonna co-sign can. that because uh, I definitely feel like I'm out of my student career pretty much, and I feel like. Um, Coming out of it the other side, I look at my youth and I'm like, and that was one huge insecurity I had while I was in school. I was like, man, I don't want to have my head in the books my whole 20s. Like my youth is mm-hmm. spent pouring over pages of whatever. Um, and that's how a lot of uh, the culture and the academic institutions is like, you know, you're either about it or you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like sort of, I had a professor say this legitimately you're a monk. You you basically give everything up to do this. Yep, you're a monk. And uh, sometimes you can do it, but no, you can. It's hard. But it will take more time. Like you'll yeah. you'll probably if you do it your way, 
you will probably take a lot more time, and that's the non-traditional route, I would yeah. say. Um, you some some people I'm sure have been able to do it, so don't listen to us fully. I mean, we have been able. I mean, you and I have been able to do it. Like we've done it in a non-traditional way. I yeah, guess. I guess so. Yeah. But you know, you know, guys, it's just like, um, yeah, you just gotta be cognizant that you will be spending more time for guaranteed yeah. than probably the people around you. Yes, you can't bullshit knowing physics or math yeah you can bullshit persuasive essays <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and, it just doesn't we, translate the same and i can way. tell you why and the, the distinction some people might be asking well why why the hell is that what makes it so different what makes it different is the fact that physics is a science and mathematics like typically you don't have a major that's so preoccupied with both yeah um you basically have to learn math and science and yeah. in one degree and so you spent a lot of your time learning the mathematic techniques mm-hmm. and then the other chunk of the time learning physics. And right. How to apply that math, yeah. how it fits with the models, and, doing yeah. different scenarios that mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like once you figure, once you got one part, now you got to go with the other part. Yeah. So it's like the yeah. time is the time consum- consumption is real. Yeah. And most majors, and like, and just, to, just to make it more clear, most majors, you only deal with one thing. You only deal with this, like you only learn the science. They'll teach you the math, like here and there, mm. um, if you need it, like biology or something. As yeah, you're saying, yeah. okay, sure. Or even in chemistry, like you might have to do partial differential equations in chemistry, but mm. they most professors it'll it won't be as rigorous as like learning right. all, all the linear algebra or whatever. The right, hell and need. it'll be just for this particular technique or Te- something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I get it. So. Yeah, um, that's kind of what makes physics, quote unquote, more time consuming or difficult mm-hmm. in that way. But um, do you think there's anything else like uh, the why you shouldn't? You should why you shouldn't? Um, so we're saying time. We just said time, and then uh, the other one is mental health. Um, it might impact your mental health if you. Yeah, uh, I think you probably nailed them. If you don't want to be a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah number three if you don't want to be a huge ass nerd um anytime like anytime a girl asks me what you do i'm like mm, i'm a student or i was I, an uh, i was a grad student yeah i told him i'm an engineer yeah yeah i literally say anybody who asks me i'm just like i'm an engineer if you want yeah don't do physics if you want to be confused and explain what you do yeah yeah. Or people just like, ooh, or the next thing, the next line is, oh, I sucked at physics. Oh, I hate physics. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you always get the same yeah. dialogue. I guess it's like being an Uber driver. You just repeat yeah. the same. Or you're just, oh, wow, you must be so smart. Yeah. It's like, no, no. It's like, no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but I, I guess in all seriousness, nah, I wouldn't say, I don't know, just, um, you, um, I don't know. I guess that's I guess that's maybe the two most important ones because I'm thinking about the friends that I've made along the way. And the, <laughs> yeah, all the why you should yeah why you shouldn't do physics. Let me think. All the problems that I've ever encountered were usually one of those two things. Yeah, same. Yeah, because um, uh, the time thing also uh, bleeds into uh, work life balance. There's there's no work life balance. Um, there's no time for yourself, um, mm-hmm. usually. Um, in undergrad, I was or able to do it. it's real tough. It's possible. Like, I will say yeah. that it, it is possible, but if you're looking to have a balanced life, 
yeah, that, it'll be a struggle. It'll be a struggle. I, I yeah. went through semesters where I had, for me, five hours, four to five hours of sleep. And it was a disaster, I will say. See, I always got sleep. Yeah. But I never had time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you're giving up, you're, con- you're making concessions for things. But also maybe because I also didn't have a social life. That's true. Yeah. I I, definitely... I forgave a social life so I can have sleep. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck social life! I'm yeah. just gonna have sleep." No, and I I, I yeah. So like, if you want to have if you want to have relationships, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it puts stress on all those things. And yeah, so definitely not a girlfriend. Yeah, if you sorry guys, but that's real brutal. If it can be have, done, but it's tough. It can. You can have partners during school, but it is tough. It is tough. There's a lot of time to put into school. Um, unfortunately, and unless so, your partner is real independent. And they're really forgiving, especially maybe if they're both physicists, then no, it's I've a little better. That. I've seen yeah. that as a successful relationship. Same I've seen here, all when they're both physicists, because they're both doing stuff together still and doing homework together. Yeah. So that and might work. They both work. understand like, the stress yeah, and like, yeah. what goes into the demands. Yes, um, yes. There's a lot of... I, that's how I've seen couples work through um, doing like physics together. Right. It's like uh, a, someone you could commiserate with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that could work. That could work. Yeah. Um, let me th- let me think what else. Um, you don't you shouldn't do physics because the job prospects are also not as great as everyone thinks. Yeah, that's a good one to bring up. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, it's like um, you don't. But this day and age, it's like any job you're doing, the really the return on investment is not that great. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like school, college is kind of overrated now. Yeah. Everybody's oh, the job market is oversaturated. Yeah. employers are just so picky and choosy. They want all these people with crazy credentials. Yeah, and then they pay you they shit wages. They want you to know wages. how to do backflips and also uh, know how to code in ten different languages. Yeah, they want you to yeah. code ten different languages, eight years of experience, and then sign up for this internship. Yeah, yeah. They also want you to know how to d- be certified uh, in uh, truck lifter or whatever the fuck, forklift certified person. What with uh, security clearance? With security clearance, <laughs> dude. It's so dumb. The job market is really stupid, guys. You'll see. Yeah. And don't go into... You shouldn't do physics for the money. I've seen people think physics is a, is a cash cow. Really? Who thinks that? Bro, trust me. I've seen... Okay, so I think there's a mentality here sometimes. There, there's some bleeding over. And I would say... So there are some finance bros who aren't as afraid to do math that end mm. up... That realize that money can be made in a lot more, uh, how would you say, stable ways. Okay, maybe. So engin- yeah. they go into engineering, and then okay, they yeah. maybe do electrical engineering. So some of them, some of them, the finance bros that love science, they get, they get into, they go, they bounce all the way to physics. Oh. And I've seen this. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so you shouldn't do physics if you are really concerned with making money. Physics is not. Yeah, it's not about the money. The amount of effort you have to put in, for the return on your investment actually monetarily no. is way skewed. 100%. Like, it's not even worth it. Don't, even close at all. Don't do it. Be an actuary or Be something. an engineer. It, engineers at least more is better if you want to still do physics and make money and yeah. have a decent life. Exactly. Like engineers probably like the, the engineers kind of, kind of the hack to yeah. get pretty much best of both worlds. Yeah. Physicists, like a, and no. Yeah. And no. then like mathematician, they don't make shit either. Yeah. Because um, science, because physics is too on the... It's 
it's too weird for the normies and then too normies for the <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's not even the best of both worlds. It's just yeah. like, you're not mathematical enough for the real rigorous job training stuff. And then you're too sciencey for, for a lot of the engineering jobs, uh-huh. essentially. But you can do them. You can do them. You can, you can, you can, you can transfer to engineering as a physicist. It's just that if you want to be Garrett, if you want to be, have better odds, and also have better connections, probably with networking. Engineering is the way to go. Yeah, specifically electrical engineering. If you're a physicist who's like, man, okay, shit, I got like, you, let's say you're a junior watching this, or mm-hmm. somebody who's been doing physics for a couple of years, and you're like, man, I'm, damn, maybe I shouldn't have done physics. Yeah, there's still time. Sometimes you can, I wish I was an engineer. You can, sw- <laughs> me too. Sometimes you can switch. You can switch over to electrical engineering. Electrical engineering yeah. is actually you still incorporate a lot more physics than traditional quote unquote engineers like civil yeah. civil engineers don't go don't go to civil engineering that's like you're basically on a construction site mm. doing stuff like that don't you don't want it could be that. cool though if you like that kind of that's working true. with um building modelings and stuff and yeah. yeah yeah but uh if you're more of a um, person who likes to build things electronically or mm-hmm. whatever you know if you're more of a projects oriented person Mm-hmm. Electrical engineering is good because then you can also apply physics, you know, Maxwell's yeah. equations and right, quantum right. mechanics. There's so much to do in electrical engineering that applies modern physics. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and that pays well. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're and doing has it, work life balance potentially. Yes, for sure. You uh, can work up maybe 40 out of work week in engineering and get paid, you know, 90K and live a decent life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you have a wife, and if that <laughs> if that sounds appealing to you, then don't do physics because you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna have that. You're, you uh, could, but it's like yeah. it's hard. It's it's making it harder yeah. for the sake of do I want more knowledge? And I, and as a kid, you might be like, yeah, I want all the fucking knowledge. I want yeah, all the yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, that was me. Me too. Yeah. And then you trick yourself and be like, oh, shit, maybe I didn't need all that knowledge. <laughs> maybe I needed what a What I life. do with all this knowledge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, just do what you want to do at the end of the day. Yeah. It's all good. You'll figure out a path. Yeah. You know, me if and you, Juan are hanging in. We're good. So. If you love physics, do it. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't do physics because of the money, because of this stuff. Like, do it because you, you, you love it, because you like this, and, you know, um, you'll never be bored of it, I guess. So, like, I would say... The last thing is don't do physics if you want to um, be a professor. <laughs> like, Isn't that kind of like it's kind of hard, oxymoronic? It kind of is oxymoronic, but don't the the student to pipeline student to professor pipeline. Oh, it's real fucking tight. It's a really yeah, tight. It's like really small. <laughs> please set your standards to hyper realism like you know what I mean yeah like, like if you want to be a professor basically sign on being Einstein <laughs> right yeah um, like you if you if you don't feel as good as Einstein then okay we're we're, we're hyping it up a little bit much but yeah. I would say like but at least if you want to try to have a ghost of a chance of making it yeah like that needs to be your mindset I've met a lot of prof- <laughs> like you can definitely work your way up to professorship but do not be married with the idea of like if you set all your value on like I'm going to become a professor, you're um, going to be disappointed in life. You're going to be very disappointed. It the the prospects of these positions like they're so competitive and it can tenure is so I've seen it tear people like up because like even good professors like yeah just not get accepted and it it's 
It's rough. But the real hack is you really just got to know somebody. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Any hack in life to getting the job you want, guys, this is the truest hack ever. So if you're a meritocracy-based person, undo that shit undo and, start, and start learning how to fucking be a goddamn schmoozer, okay? Because <laughs> the people who you know in life are going to get you the shit that you want. Yeah. No fucking people. No people at high levels. Yeah. Go to conferences. Talk to a lot of people. Make guys, friends. I'm telling you, that is the hack. Yeah. If you don't know people, you're just doing yourself away of a, so much of a disservice because merit doesn't get you that far. And, and the way you can do this is, uh, I would say, in terms of actionables, like things that are things you can do right now, say if you're, you're a student, and you're like, man, how do I, how, how do I become a professor? Well, I would say the real life examples that I've seen is like Terrence is saying, somebody who's networked really hard, but in the way that it's tied to their research. So, um, they were, re- this particular person that I have in mind that I'm using as a, as a sort of success story, mm-hmm. they used, they produce a lot of good, uh, samples, um, and they were really good at this particular technique. And so they became pretty well the known. go-to for that. Yeah, pretty well known in the community. And so mm-hmm. they they collaborated frequently. And so they were well-liked. You know what I mean? And so in the span of after they got their PhD, they did a good postdoc. And then after that postdoc, they pretty much got offered a position. And so there you go. They, the P, they, they will come to you. Like it will come to you if you do – Bust your ass trying to network and work, collaborating, working with people like mm-hmm. that is really the the thing you have to do. If you're if you see yourself as a lone wolf who's like, I'm gonna no, yeah, I'm don't do make that. This don't don't do that. You're, you're, and you want a professorship, you're gonna shoot yourself on the floor. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be try to be like a Gregory Perelman, like he's a once in a fucking blue moon guy. It's <laughs> the guy who did the Poincaré conjecture, lived with yeah. his mom, yeah. never talked to anyone or collaborated. Right. It's like. I guess if that's what you want to do, do it. I mean, by all means, but I say you will the but, die a martyr. Yeah, your like your odds of being successful are extremely low. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think I think uh, I don't. know. Is there anything else that you think uh, might have glossed over, missed? Bro, I think that about covers it, man. Cool. Um, well, folks, uh, any any questions for the listeners? You think? Uh, I guess let's say. Um, yeah, I guess just questions of what do you guys think um, might be some more questions that you had of um, if you can be a phys- if you should be a physicist or not or should go into physics. Yeah, actually, yeah, we'll pin we'll pin some of the good ones like why you shouldn't do physics, yeah. or if you have any other comments regarding that. Yeah, or you why know? you should. Yeah, yeah, we'll pin them up. Uh, but yeah, um, please like, comment, share, subscribe. If you mm-hmm. like, if you want to hear more about us and just kind of us, just. Talking, more bullshitting. More bullshitting. Of, I guess people, because people always, people have been asking us about more of a personal side of mm-hmm. us, and we do all that on our Patreon, so, yeah. you know, a little incentive for you to <laughs> shoot a dollar to yeah. your boys if you want. And shout out to all of our current patrons. You are all wonderful people. Yes, thank you guys. you all do amazing uh, commenting, and we also take, mm-hmm. like, uh, like I guess, ideas there from, from the listeners. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But yeah, if you want to contribute more to the show, you can do that through our Patreon. Make sure to check that out. And uh, Help Juan eat for a day. <laughs> Feed me for one day. The boy I, needs some. The boy needs some nutrition. <laughs> I, will, I will promise. I will promise that I will not splurge if you feed me food. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Do that and, uh, and check out the websites. Yes. I can rose dot com. I can rose on Twitter. I can rose Instagram. I can rose on uh, two on TikTok. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's it, right, Juan? See you later, yeah. See you guys. Peace.